1: On 98.7 ESPN.
2: We've got the uh, the Astros and the Yankees at it right now. They're all tied up at one and uh, bottom of the fourth. So there's that. Did you have any play in this game?
3: Joe? Yeah, before, Anita, uh, how are before you? Before Thanks for ha- ha- thank- yep. Thanks for having me on. And uh, we did play the Astros here. I just don't trust the Yankees. And we didn't know how long they were going to keep Nestor in, and with Verlander coming back, I felt that the pitching matchup favored the Astros. Uh, I played him last night and uh, I played him again today, and uh, we'll see what happens.
2: Um, yeah, so uh, so'm I'm, I'm, for me i I don't know I, I i didn't I didn't play this game i didn't I didn't have a side uh, because Verlander, uh, you know, he's looked better as of late, but still nothing to write home about. Nestor, his first start after being on that IL. But I did take Alvarez over one and a half bases. Uh, he's quite good against the fastball, and that's uh, the, the the dominant pitch that Nasty Nestor does come to the plate with. So, uh, Or I should say, come to the bump with. So I had Alvarez over one and a half total bases. I- I'm going to check and see where that's at right now. But nonetheless, you've got the Mets going at it later on tonight, 7 o'clock. Uh, McGill back up from AAA, going up against kyle gibson this is an orioles team they're five and won their last six games 33 and 21 at home um how are you playing this one if you uh i i like the o's on the on the run line i don't typically go run line but the mets are so bad as we know uh, pretty much sold off obviously verlander and scherzer uh but the run line is plus 110 for the orioles how are you playing this one
3: yeah, and either when you take a look at it here, the Mets are the biggest disappointment in baseball. There's no doubt about it. Everyone's talking about the Padres. They're still alive. The Mets aren't. Um, the Mets are hoping that they don't finish in last place in the American League East right now. They just have they're just a couple of games ahead of the Nationals. And uh, when you look at it here, Baltimore has the best record in the American League. You got Kyle Gibson going. Um, you know, I normally don't like playing big, uh, playing playing these big favorites here. Tyler McGill in Triple A, Anita in July. He was 0 and 2 in an 8. 46 ERA. Um, Mets are just sinking, and until I see them turning around, and I don't think it's going to happen this year, I'm going to pass on playing them. Um, but I don't like playing run lines as well in baseball. I'm going to take a look at the total here and play over the total here, only because McGill has been absolutely terrible. Um, you know, and like it says, in July, just in AAA, with an 846 ERA, Baltimore having the best record in baseball, they should be able to put six or seven runs on the board, and I can hope that the Mets can score two or three and push the total to go over nine and a half in this play so my official play is the over between the Mets and Orioles Uh,
2: another one that you're keeping an eye on is Toronto the Blue Jays going up against the Boston Red Sox today so um, interesting lines here on the money line Blue Jays minus 105 Boston on the money line minus 115 how are you rolling here
3: yeah, when you look at it here, Anita, we're not sure what to look at the Boston Red Sox. We've got John Schreiber pitching. He's 1-1 with a 3.74 ERA, but it's his first start in 22 appearances, so you're just not sure what to expect from him. Uh, on the other hand, you have Toronto, and they're three games ahead of Boston. They won last night 7-3, but going into last night, Toronto was 0-7 uh, versus the Red Sox. Now they're 1-8. Uh, Barrios is 8-7, and he's allowed two runs or fewer in the past five starts here. Um, and Boston... At home, they're under 500. They're one game under 500. They're actually a better road team than they are at home. Um, I'm not sure I-, I can trust the Red Sox at home here, even though the lines are picking here. I-, I like Toronto in this game here with Berrios, only because he's been pitching better. I don't know what to expect with Schreiber. Like I guess it's only his first start in 22 appearances here. And even though the Red Sox have dominated the Jays this year, um, Toronto seems to play better uh, on the road than they do at home. Even though uh, they're just about the same, they're roughly five or six games over 500. Both home on the road Um, i lean towards burials giving the pitching matchup to toronto over boston
2: again joe is joining us here on 98.70 spn uh bet rivers he has his own gambling show here each and every saturday morning make sure you tune into it and again uh will be on every sunday morning once the nfl season does begin i know you like soccer let's talk about it tomorrow morning 5 a.m bright and early Team USA, the women, going up against Sweden. Team USA is favored here, plus one twenty-five. Sweden plus two forty to win in regulation. Uh, I'm just not thrilled with what I've seen from uh, from the ladies here with our home team. I think Sweden wins this, and at plus two forty, I think that the, the, there's some good money to be had. Uh, how, how are you? How are you playing this this match at five a.m., Joe?
3: Well, Anita. You- I know you' getting up early to play pickleball, but you know it's going to be a tough one here. You got uh, you, the Hoboken bars open up at 5 a.m. You know for this World Cup. So you got Team USA playing Sweden at 5 a.m. tomorrow morning. So who knows what's going to happen if it's diehards that are getting up early. Um, you got Team USA, two-time defending champs here. Anita, they struggle? They beat Vietnam three nothing, and then. You know, back-to-back draws against Netherlands and Portugal. They were very fortunate to get by Portugal. Sweden, on the other hand, has won all three of their games. They scored nine goals. There's a big rivalry. USA has dominated Sweden in World Cup action, four-one and one. But this is the first time they faced in an elimination situation. The winner moves on. The loser goes home. Here, the value bet is on Sweden. Plus two forty five. USA has just not played well, and they're living on their reputation. But I can't trust USA, even though they you know it's very rare you see them as a favorite. They're plus one twenty three because soccer odds. You, that's how, how that works. Sweden is the dog at plus two forty five. The totals game under one eighty. If you play the over, it's one thirty five here. Uh, I can see this one going under the total, but the total is really high uh, uh, with the price. You have to put up one hundred eighty to make a hundred. So uh, I, in a low-scoring affair, I still favor Sweden. Though the value bet is on Sweden, Anita. Um, I like them plus the 245 here, and I just wish uh, you know everybody stands up for the American flag. And uh, you know, there's a lot of controversy going on with Team USA uh, with all of that stuff. So you know, Sweden plus 245 is the play. I'm glad you and I agree because whenever we do, it seems like uh, you know winning percentage is pretty high.
2: Well, that's nice. Uh yeah, I, I, it's it's going to be, you know, my, again, my money's going to be on Sweden just because, you know, you want to bet with your head, not your heart, but my heart will be rooting for Team USA. Big picture here, I like Japan, they beat Norway 3-1. Uh they are waiting for the winner of Sweden and and the United States. Meanwhile, Spain um they won and so now they're waiting for the winner of the Netherlands and South Africa. You've got England, you've got France, you've got Australia. Um, Columbia on the opposite side of the bracket. Is there a play here? Futures wise. I, I, I I put, I went to the window already with Japan at nine to one before they beat Norway. Now they're plus five 50. I've got Japan winning this whole bad boy. What say you?
1: Yeah.
3: It's interesting you say that because I just felt the same way. I figured whoever wins this USA-Sweden team, it's going to be such an emotional game. Whoever wins a Sweden and USA game, um, you know they're going to come out and they're going to have to face Japan. And I'm not sure if that team, USA or Sweden, even though it's the World Cup, what their emotional state of mind is, uh, Japan will be a formidable foe against either one of Sweden or USA. And as I mentioned, Sweden, I'm expecting them to move on and face Japan uh, in, the, in, the, in the next round so it's going to be interesting here but I think Japan is uh plus nine to one was a great bet at the beginning of the tournament
2: um and one one last thing well actually two more things before we let you go number one there's a boxing match tonight with Jake Paul I opened up the show because I was just mesmerized by the Netflix special with him and his brother Logan Paul but Jake Paul is going to against Nate Diaz uh, you could bet um, Jake Paul is minus 425. Uh, Nate Diaz is plus 230 there's that over under seven and a half seven seven and a half rounds that's where that number lies under seven and a half rounds is minus 110 although Nate Diaz seems to have a lot of endurance that's what's so special with him coming over from UFC of course this is his boxing debut any play here are you going to be watching this game which is going to be on ESPN plus
3: Um, I'll probably be watching the uh, late baseball games on the West Coast. I'm going to have a couple of good West Coast plays here going tonight with the uh, Padres playing tonight against the uh, Dodgers and the Angels in Seattle. But in this uh, matchup here, Anita, with Jake Paul, Nate Diaz, I'm not sure what to expect with Jake Paul. Um, You know, playing 425 with an unproven fighter that's trading his first match in this type of scenario, Um, the only way I can go here is uh, play Nate Diaz plus the 230. He does have experience. Um and a lot of times when it comes to the fights here, you know, I know there's so much hoopla about uh Jake Paul and his story, I was listening to your show earlier. Um but I like Nate Diaz, um, you know, small play here, a plus to two thirty, not one of my bigger plays here, but if I was playing this fight, I would go with the uh with the dog here, Nate Diaz. I'm not laying forward a four to one with uh Jake Paul. Just don't trust him in the first time fight in this scenario.
2: I hear you. Last but not least, um you're at the Meadowlands today, right?
3: I'm, every weekend I'm at some track. I don't know where I'm at, but yes, I am at the Meadowlands. Anita There's a big race going on, all huge races. here. It's the biggest day of harness racing in the country, and Meadowlands is the hmm. premier track in the USA. Um, and you got the Hamiltonian, the $1 million. It's, uh, race roughly goes off after 4 p.m. You'll be able to catch it on Fox Sports. Uh, right now it's on FanDuel, but they switch over to Fox Sports. And, uh, you know, you got a couple of good horses in here. Um, Celebrity Bambino is the one horse and probably will go off as a favorite, and not a big favorite. If you put up, it'll be two to one. So, if you, you know, if you, if you bet $100, bucks, you will still get back a couple hundred dollars on uh, the one horse. Um, the way I look at the race here, if you're betting the Hamiltonian, race 12 at the Meadowlands, um, I like a try box here. I'm doing one 4-2-6. The Four Horses winner's bet with Dexter Dunn. He's the second top uh, rider at the Meadowlands. The Two Horses, Tim Teitrick. he's also one of the top riders in the country. And uh, the other Miller, David Miller, um, He is uh, uh, in the uh, up Ox People don't know about him, but uh, he's over in Europe, one of the top riders in the country. So normally, when I handicap these harness races, Anita, I normally like, and even at thoroughbreds, I always look for the top trainer and I look for the top, the top riders, and then I look at what the odds are from there. So that's what I come up with here: one, four, two, six, and I'm expecting Yannick Gingras, who is the best. Uh, driver in the country um, and has Ron Burke, who is the best trainer in the country. They combine together. Ironically, Yannick Gingras has never won the Hamiltonian, and I'm expecting Yannick to get his first Hamiltonian in his uh, great career that he's had. And um, I have some other picks on my Twitter feed, Anita, if anybody is out there on Twitter, Joe with Sports. I've been putting out a lot of totals, um, and I got one out there on Twitter, Joe with Sports, and uh, really pumped up. You know, great day today with all the stuff going on here. It's, uh, it's uh, another super Saturday, and uh, you're getting ready for football season.
2: Gotta love it. Uh, Joe is joining us here on 98.7 ESPN. Joe, thank you so much. Have a great afternoon. Thank you. You got it.
1: You're listening to the best of ESPN New York tonight. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be.
2: Russell Henley, two under through two. He's at 14 under. Now that 38% probability of winning on DataGolf now is up to 54.9. That's right, two under through two. Uh, Billy Horschel is uh, one under through two. So he's 12 under. So he's two shots back. Uh, Michael Kim had a fantastic Saturday. That's for sure. Eight under. He's already in the clubhouse. So he's, uh, he's 11 under on the board. Cause he was eight under today on moving day, which we like to call it. Uh, but Russell Henley, uh, two under through two again. Um, I don't toot my horn that often, but when I do toot toot, I'll toot it frequently. Uh, if you did watch me on Daily Wager on Wednesday, told you I liked Russell Henley to win. And sure enough, he's looking mighty good right now. I know it's early. He's only through two holes on this Saturday afternoon. Uh, we will see what happens. And that's your leaderboard update brought to you by Glenn Fittich, single malt scotch whiskey, the world's most awarded single malt scotch whiskey. Uh, skillfully crafted, enjoy responsibly. Uh, ABV, alcohol by volume, 40%. And uh, 2023 imported by William Grant and Sons, New York, New York. Um, By the way, last night I went to go see, um, well, first of all, I went to the American Dream Mall. Have you guys been yet?
4: I have not, even though I'm so close to it, but I will be there around there tomorrow. I've been
0: one time.
2: Okay, and your th- it was my first time there. Your thoughts?
0: Absolutely massive. Just on the <laughs> just before you even get in, it's absolutely massive. Like it also the Ferris wheel is probably one of the biggest Ferris wheels I've seen. Um, I don't know. Not that I guess I saw anything exciting about it outside of the sheer size, but. No, I enjoyed myself. I got lost one time. That's about it.
2: You got lost. There's a directory in in, in every Who reads a directory? The... How yeah. do you
0: get... <laughs> who uses the
4: directory? Who gets, really? Who, who uses gets that?
2: lost at a who gets lost at a mall people when that... you've got a directory right there?
4: Nobody reads a directory. Plus people that want to have fun get lost. That's what they do. Also, Come on. People get lost in their own neighborhood. <laughs> you never been lost before? Well, ever? That's
2: fun. I've been lost before, but not at a mall. You get lost at a mall. There's a directory and, and you walk up to the directory and it says you are right here and you've got a big red dot and it says you're right there and it tells you where everything else is. It's next to impossible to get lost at a mall.
4: But that's if you're trying to get home faster. Like, okay, I'll just take this escalator. Here. I'll just take this escalator, go down these stairs, I'm there, bam, in and out. Now I get to go home. no. Just learn for yourself. You don't need a directory. Learn where they are.
2: You know what? That's such. I and, and listen. I'm not. I don't play stereotypes. Oh. That's so stereotypical. You know how like dudes won't ask for directions. No, I got this. I don't need. This. And I'm like, let's roll down the window. Let's just let's roll down the window. That's a nice person walking their dog. Let's just ask. Hey, how do we get? No, no, no. Don't ask. I know where we're going. <laughs> What's like why, why 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 are dudes like that? Like what? like what's the big deal what's the big deal about asking for directions? Because does we, it, we probably does grew it, up with um, maps that's Does it diminish why. your manlyhood? Does it diminish does it diminish your manlyhood if you ask for directions? Is that a thing?
0: I don't think it does that but I mean I've been led astray by people who quote unquote knew the directions to one place and ended up sending me to another place. Like those things like that happen all the time. Yeah, have, um, you ever, have you ever thought that people, I don't know, lie to you about directions? I mean, have you also gone to the, because I know it was like right there, but the FanDuel uh, building right next to American Dream?
2: I, uh, I, I didn't see that. Yeah,
0: it's right there. It's not, I didn't see that. It's literally right there. Uh, before, like, it was, I guess, legal gambling in New York. That was the place to go. Right. Uh, so I used to pass American Dream all the time. Uh and I just went inside just because, like, no real reason. Oh,
2: you're talking. Oh, I know what you're talking about. You're talking about the. You're t- okay, you're talking about the fan. You're talking about the FanDuel Sportsbook over by yes. the Me- the Meadowlands.
0: Yes, R- ready. Yeah, Rutherford. yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. I've been there. I've been there. I know what you're talking about now. I know what you're talking about. Um, <laughs> so it's it's pretty cool though. They have. Do you know they have like a, a ski slope in there? They have a ski slope. They have a roller coaster. They've got a water park. Did you know that?
0: What don't they have, by the way? Well, yeah, I knew the roller coaster. Exactly.
2: Uh Exactly. What don't they have? It's pretty, pretty amazing. And then I went to go see Oppenheimer. So I spent, I spent like a good five hours at the mall. And then I spent a good 10 hours watching Oppenheimer.
0: Now, did you see Barbie before (sighs) or after?
2: I saw Barbie first.
0: Okay. So you saw that then saw Oppenheimer or you went two different days?
2: Right. I saw, right. I saw Barbie last week and then I saw Oppenheimer last night.
0: Your thoughts on Oppenheimer?
2: Um, neither movie am I racing to go see again. And if anybody, and if somebody was to say, "Oh, you've seen both," what should I go see? A lot of it has to do with your personality and who you are as a human. I can't say that one is better than the other. I, I just, I can't. It just, to me, it would just depend on the person. Because Barbie was a lot deeper than I was anticipating. Like I went there, I wore my pink dress. I was excited. We, we went, we saw it at the pick down there by the seaport. We had like, I had like a watermelon fusion fun drink before we went in. You know, went, th- went there with a few of my girlfriends. We were really excited. Oh, bubbly Barbie. Ah, yay. Mm. And, and, then, and then it was really deep. It was. Uh, I was not ready for that at all. Um, and then Oppenheimer is just just so long, and I was trying not to fall asleep. So there's that. I tried. I tried both. I would not like. I would not tell anyone not to go see those movies. But I'm not like. Oh, it was amazing. It was. I gotta go back. Like I can't. Like I like. Oh, I. I'll go back with you. I'll see it again. It wasn't it, no, neither of them. nope, not for me. Does that help? I know I'm not Cisco and Ebert, but:
4: Are you upset that you wasted all your money and time on that? You'll never get it back.
2: I you know what I'm more I'm more upset that I, I I can't say I wasted I hate to say I wasted time because at the end of the day, guys, let's be honest. Oppenheimer is going to win. Oppenheimer is probably going to win best movie. I will say this. Acting, the cast and the acting. Amazing. Amazing. So
4: uh, you said you mentioned Netflix shows. But uh,
2: like they're like they're going to. Let's be honest. Oppenheimer is that kind of movie. It's that kind of film where it's going to win best picture this year. At the Grammys or the Oscars or whatever the hell it is.
4: You mentioned... Um, it, it's going to win. You mentioned Netflix shows earlier today. Um, did you know that did, Have you seen Peaky Blinders yet or no? Oh, my
2: God. Yeah, the guy... The, yeah, the main guy who, okay. who's uh, the lead in Oppenheimer is, is, plays the guy in Peaky Blinders. Okay,
4: yeah. I was about to say, because that's the best show on Netflix, period. Like, honestly,
2: I I- in your opinion, of course.
4: My only opinion. That's right.
2: You're right, What's you're right, better in than your that? Opinion.
4: What's better than that? That's right. See, you're silent. You don't have an answer. That's the only one.
2: Well, no, I, I have to. I have to. I have to think about it. Okay. <laughs> I have to marinate. I have to marinate. Like I just don't want to throw anything out. Like I have to marinate in that. I have to marinate, and I'll I'll come back. I'll come back with an answer for you.
0: I think you should okay? come back with uh, uh, your I, top five list of Netflix shows, and we'll uh, break it apart. Ooh, I like that. <laughs>
2: I thought we were coming back with Click or Don't Click because we wanted to find out what was trending at 2.30 this afternoon on this Saturday, this beautiful Saturday afternoon. Maybe, maybe we'll do both. Maybe we'll try to do both when we get back.
1: You're listening to the best of ESPN New York tonight.
2: Harvey feels pretty
5: This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot.
2: confident that Peaky Blinders is the best Netflix original TV show out there. I beg to differ and I'm going to throw out quite a few. And if you agree that one of these are better than Peaky Blinders, please, by all means, we'd love to hear from you. 800-919-3776. So let me get through my list. Okay. Um, Orange is the New Black, Ozark, The Crown, House of Cards, Stranger Things, The Queen's Gambit*. Um, Black Mirror is just so good. Uh, Mindhunter. Love Mindhunter. New season's got to come out soon. It's been forever in a day. Squid Game, which by the way, Squid Game 2 is coming out soon. Uh, Breaking Bad. Just, just to name a few guys, I think... Um,
0: Breaking Bad is not an original though.
2: That's, this is what it says. Netflix original TV shows.
4: Where are you getting where are you getting that? Because I saw Breaking Bad before I saw Netflix ever.
0: Yeah. I think breaking Bridgerton, ba- I want to say Bridger, Bridger. <laughs> Bridgerton. What about you? I, I, I was a pretty good to me.
2: You, you. Yeah. Nah. Nah, 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 nah. Anyway, I, I think that's a I think that's a, a, a pretty solid list there of shows that I think are better than Peaky Blinders. Um, jacob no?
3: No. Not no, no, it? no 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 I, no it's
0: a couple only i just shook my head and i could not believe uh those were on the list
2: what do you mean
4: what do you ha- what do you have against uh, by the way you didn't mention narcos do you Do you, do you own, have you seen narcos
2: i've seen i lived narcos i grew up in miami <laughs> in the 80s dude well, I, I mean, live that's different than I've no, stories. I could write a freaking book.
4: Well, we
0: got time. We got 20 minutes left. Go ahead. Give us a story.
4: No,
2: no, no, no. No.
0: See, I, but a Queen's Gambit not for was this pretty kind of show. good. I think uh Ozark.
2: Queen's Gambit was fantastic.
0: Ozark I did not like as much. Probably because after a while, they started What to... do you
2: mean, Ozark, you didn't like as much? I'm
0: telling you, Ozark, I didn't like as much. After a while,
4: Ozark
2: they... was a masterpiece. Mm.
0: No, I don't th- know about that. It might have a been a little overrated to me.
4: Masterpiece. Okay, I've never seen Ozark. You're telling me this is a masterpiece. The Anita Mark. Stranger
2: Marks. Things.
4: No. Stranger Things. Peaky, Blairs, Peaky Blinders dunks on Stranger Things. Dunks. 360 dunk. Windmill dunk, if you what want. About,
2: what about what about Minehunter, the the story behind how you, that whole division was created in the sea. Uh, what is it? C A C A C I A C I A. Yes, yeah, CIA. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they, they, they were in the basement. Oh, uh, you know, ob- observing serial killers is not important to us. Here, we're going to put you in the basement. Listen, I, I, like, I, I mean that's. Uh, <laughs> that,
0: I like mine, the acting
2: too. in that. The acting in that was ridiculous as well. I know we've got some callers I know we've got some callers who want to chime in here, so this is what we're gonna do um let's do this uh, I'm going to give out this uh this number for our giveaway, and when we come back we'll take the callers and we'll end the show strong with what's trending as we head into our three o'clock hour. Sound good guys, okay, good, ready, break. hey listen if you're looking for a hockey. <laughs> If you're looking for hockey gear, Monkey Sports is the place to be with retail stores in Farmingdale, Long Island, and Woodbridge, New Jersey. Be caller number three right now at ESPN. 888-987-ESPN. 888 espn You'll score a $100 Monkey Sports gift card. For full contest rules, go to ESPNNewYork.com. It's all thanks to Monkey Sports, from beginners to pro, They've got what you need to take your game to the next level. For store details or to shop online, go to monkeysports.com. Make sure you do that. Um, also, before we, we, we go to a break, I just want to give everybody an update here in regard to the Yankee score. Yankees up 2-1 on the Astros. Hey, now. There we go. Uh, nasty Nestor went four innings, gave up one hit, one run, eight strikeouts. Not bad. For his return off the IL, that's great. Verlander, he's still in the game. Six innings, six hits, two runs, and four strikeouts. Uh, who's got the... Uh, I'm trying to think. Anybody hit a home run? So, my my page is not refreshing. Uh, we'll have more scores and more updates for you when we get back.
1: You're listening to the best of ESPN New York tonight.
2: Let's go to Brian uh, in the Upper West Side. Brian, welcome in. How are you doing? Brian, you there? I'm here, Anita. How are you? Hi, great. Um, two things. One is I, I just think House of
3: Cards is on another level, but I respect people who like Peaky, stuff like that. There's a new show or second season on called Lincoln Lawyer on
1: Netflix. Very good. I recommend it. Um, yeah, my
2: my ma- mama Mimi is trying to get me to watch that. She has for a while now.
1: It's wonderful. The characters
3: are great. that Somehow they have chemistry very quickly. Real quick, sports thought Anita. I know you haven't talked about it, but I'm really concerned that college football is just sort of, you know, combusting. Having these these conferences that don't really have geographical limits and really watering down the rivalries and the tradition, I just don't think it's going to end well.
2: Um, I, listen, right. I, that's a, Brian, I appreciate the phone call. I only have seven minutes. I, that's a conversation for a, a, a longer segment, for sure. Uh, let's go to Tommy in Connecticut. Tommy, welcome in. Anita, what up?
5: Hi. So, as, far, as far as Netflix shows go, that's Totally different. You know, I'm not talking highbrow stuff, but the ranch was phenomenal. I I absolutely loved that show. You know, I had a lot of a lot of the guys from remember that '70s show. It was uh,
0: right.
5: a, a very similar um, to that, uh, but it was it was super entertaining. And then as far as Rider Die uh, fantasy players, so I'm in a 12 team auction draft league with keepers. But I, and I was trying to pull it up, but I think you were totally right. Darren Waller, I think, is going to have a breakout. If he stays on the field, he's going to be unbelievable.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and everything I'm hearing, I'm seeing from just the way that he's going to be utilized, I, I think it's it's going to be ridiculous. Uh, I, I know I you wanted know. to talk about the Jets, though. You want to get a, a quick Jets thought in before we let you go?
5: No, I got nothing on the Jets. I'm a Giant fan. I get, you know, I, that's great that they played the other night. Uh, sick of hearing about Aaron Rodgers let's just get to the regular season
2: <laughs> there you go I appreciate the phone call Tommy thank you let's go to Miguel in New Jersey Miguel got to make it quick
3: hey what's going on Anita can you hear me
2: hi gotcha yeah
3: yeah so I um you know on a couple of the other morning shows that I've that I've like uh called into I know like Gordon David. he's mentioned like Blake Martinez recently and his whole like pokemon card in uh you know um he he made kind of an empire on whatnot and you know selling pokemon cards well i just wanted to let you guys know yesterday whatnot just came out and permanently banned him for scamming people so i just wanted to get your thoughts it turns out everybody that's associated with blake martinez's entire pokemon card selling uh um you know industry kind of thing uh they all got banned yesterday so uh it looks like he might be trying yeah, out for teach sometime soon
2: miguel thanks thanks for the call i appreciate it i i don't I, I don't i don't trade pokemon cards i don't i don't know that whole that's a whole that's a world that i am not uh knowledgeable in so i i can't comment uh i'm sorry i know we got four minutes left guys uh give us give us the top 2 things that are trending right now at 2:50 p.m.
4: Well, I need I can give you a headline here. Yeah. The Chiefs and Broncos are among potential suitors if Raiders rescind Josh Jacobs franchise tag. Ooh.
2: What two teams?
4: The Chiefs and the Broncos
2: the Chiefs and the Broncos. Yeah. I can understand the Broncos because Devontae Williams is coming off that surgery and um, they do have some IGP Ryan back there. Uh, they just lost Tim Patrick to an Achilles injury, which really stinks for him. Dude just can't stay healthy. But um, but the Chiefs is, that, that's intriguing to me. It's, that's it's kind of surprising. Hold on one second. I just want to call up the depth chart for the Kansas Chiefs right now. Um, in regard to their so they have Pacheco, they've got McKinnon, they've got Clyde Edwards, Allaire. I, I mean, they're pretty deep back there. So, hmm, interesting. You know, I had this conversation on Daily Wager the other day. You know, look at the receiving core. Kadarius Tony is out now because uh, he just had a surgery. Dude just can't stay healthy. It's a shame. He's so talented. They have MVS, Richie James. Sky Moore, Justin Watson, those are their wide receivers. Uh, Rasheed Rice, actually, who's been quite apparently impressive at camp. But, like, nothing to really write home about in regards to the wide receivers for the Kansas City Chiefs. I, I mean, there's no names out there that, like, jump off the board, right? Especially since Kadarius Toney can't stay healthy. I think Sky Moore could be a really good sleeper pick in fantasy because I think he's going to get a lot of targets, especially if Kadarius Tony can't stay healthy. But also what does that mean for Travis Kelsey this season? Uh, You know, probably more so than any other season, right? They don't have Juju Smith-Schuster. They don't have Tyreek Hill. They don't have Nicole Cardman. You know, everybody's still banking on the Kansas City Chiefs winning the Super Bowl, but they really don't have like outstanding wide receivers uh, on their roster that wow you. I, I think that's, I think it's kind of interesting. Uh, But nonetheless, uh, give me one more. What else is trending, guys, at 2.55 p.m.?
4: Last one for you. Jamar Chase said to Joe Burrow to not play week one and heal up for later in the season.
2: Jamar Chase is telling Joe Burrow to not play week one and heal up for the season. Yeah, Um, he... uh... so, So week one... They're going. They're, they're at the Browns. They open up week one at one o'clock at the Browns. Here's the thing. This is going to be a really competitive division. The AFC North, to me, is going to be really competitive. Ravens, Bengals, Browns, Steelers. I think, as I had the conversation with Cynthia Freeland not too long ago, I think a lot of people are sleeping on Pittsburgh and how good I think that they're going to be this season. Not that I have them winning the division, but... Um, I don't, do you want to start the season already down 0-1 against the Cleveland Browns? Um, number one, A, I don't, I don't know how wise that is, especially for a division that I think is going to be uber competitive. Number two, considering he's having this conversation, is Joe Burrow's cap injury more significant and more severe than what we think? or what we're being led to believe. That's a concern, right? Anyway, uh, that is what's trending right now at 2.56 p.m. And uh, and just to give you the score uh, in that Yankees-Astros game, Yankees still up 2-1 against the Astros, bottom of the seventh, two outs, and Nasty Nestor um, actually surprising some folks, definitely surprising me. First game back off the IL and actually had a solid five innings.
1: You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN.